Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. <clears throat> You're listening to the Sands Pants Network. Some may call you rat catchers, others mercenaries, but we prefer the term adventurers. And at the Grey Hill Free Company, we believe in one thing above all, adventurers together strong. Many have gone on to do some great things under our name, not all of them good, but great things nevertheless. Hopefully you'll soon join their ranks. So gather round and let us regale you with one of the many stories of the Grey Hill Free Company. It is often said that all coins flow to Lithgow, and you have never heard a truer statement. The city is rich beyond measure thanks to its powerful trade network. Every independent trader, every merchant company, every spice galley, wagon of goods, anyone will eventually pass through here at some point if they have something to sell either to be sold in Lithgow's vast markets so large that entire other cities could be swallowed in their space, or simply to get somewhere else in the wider world and pay a fee to do so. It is a busy and noisy city, and it's where you are now. You are members of the Greyhill Free Company, Adventurers for Hire, those with unique problems that only talented diplomats with a speciality in violence can solve. And your company has been contracted to help. There are many reasons to join. Fame, fortune, perhaps adventure itself. Whatever the reason. Who are you, Jackson? Uh, I'm 50 chickens. I uh, had a detective agency, but then it was shut down by the tax man. And so now I, uh, I'm working for the Greyhill Free Company. At the mo- I'm a goblin. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm only wearing a trench coat and I have a big sword on my back, which I try not to use. I normally would have a big cigar poking out of my mouth, but at the moment it's a toothpick because I'm trying to quit smoking. But I still got that, uh, what I call it, oral fixation. <laughs> I'm basically like if Colombo was three foot high on a goblin. And Patrick, who are you? Hello, darling. I'm Elizabeth Guilford. <laughs> Recently divorced. Previously Elizabeth Mountain Goat, but we don't talk about that anymore. I am a druid. I'm a woman who recently found herself, after a horrifying experience, divorced. (laughs) And when finding myself, I went on a little hike, got lost, almost died, and really found myself in nature. (laughs) And I feel wonderful. So now I'm just a new person. I'm... An older woman, but young at heart. Um, I'm a human. And uh, my eyes are twinkling with burning hatred for my ex-husband, John. You have come here as far away from John as you could possibly be. On the possibly other side of the world. 
Certainly on the other side of the continent. I like to think of my little notepad that I always carry with me. I've got like up the top is like, don't mention John Mountain Goat. Gotta <laughs> 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 keep underlining it. In addition to character sheets, you also have a, you have selected several uh, good boy cards. Mm. Would you like to read them out? So 50 Chickens is trying to quit smoking. Yeah. And 50 Chickens is also a powerful psychic. (laughs) And quitting smoking is messing with his uh, psychic abilities. So Mm -hmm. I've picked Heaven and Hell until the start of your turn. uh, Change the type of damage to either Radiant or Necrotic. So just occasionally it's coming out like that. Hot and Cold, Fire or Cold damage, Thunder or Lightning, Thunder or Lightning damage. Mm -hmm. So my damage is getting messed up because of... Uh, you know, I'm going through withdrawal. <laughs> I've never had someone give a role-playing reason for why they've picked the cards they have, but it's I'm, there's nothing wrong with that. Thank you. I've chosen Fool Me Once because John lied to me. <laughs> <laughs> all right, come on, all right, all right. So all right. I get, Everyone's coming with role-playing reasons. So That's I good. got to learn if an NPC is lying to you, just like John did. <laughs> uh, and, I, and I also got Back from the Dead. If you died within the last minute, return to life with one HP. I chose that because... I also did die <laughs> after my divorce and was mm. born new uh, into a new free woman. Re- <laughs> reinventing or resurrecting yourself is something that you're an old hat at. Yeah, that's exactly. Right. Yeah. That's right. To match your good boy cards, I have selected several bad boy cards, which we will learn about them over the yeah. course of this adventure. so many. <laughs> I got one for each one that one of you got. I, know, I picked my three. I'm like, dude, that's funny. And we're going to learn about the first one right now. Expired good boy card. <laughs> a player of your choice loses a random good boy card. Jackson, can you lose a random good boy card? Um, okay. Uh, I'll shuffle them. What up? Yeah, take this one. Just oh, check it I mean, you don't take it, but Which one I lost hot and cold. Beautiful. Thank That's you. Perfect. And I also lost And then my I'm going to use a second one. <laughs> Lose well, a gold piece. At least piece. I'm burning through them. A player loses a gold piece, player's choice. So the two of you, who's going to lose a gold piece? I have on my character sheet no gold written down. Well, in that case, you two decide. Do mm. either, are you about to lose a gold piece in your alimony, or <laughs> would you like 50 chickens to go into debt? I'm, I'm happy to lose some money. I've learned in Much my journeys while I've been eat, pray, loving, <laughs> that money actually means very little. That's, that's a good way to think, Elizabeth. That's a good way to think. That's wise. Your vocation has taken you here, to the trade hub of the world, to speak to Alethian Perkan, the manager of the Hardbark Coin House. Perkan? Perkan, yeah. Like as in a dollar per can. Yeah, but <laughs> okay. one word. Yeah, yeah. You know they are a bank of sorts, the, the Hardbark Coin House. It's a, it's a bank of sorts. But that's only its day-to-day operations. It is said that the real business of the Hardbark Coin House is conducted behind closed doors Ooh. and with hushed lips. The contract Alethian took out with the Grey Hill was for adventurers clever enough to solve a mystery and wise enough to keep their mouths shut about it. Oh, okay. The doors to the coin house are before you. Do you have anything you'd like to prepare before you step through? Um, I pat myself down like I'm looking for my matches and then remember I'm quitting. And so that's all I'm doing. I put on my game face. <laughs> <laughs> Stepping through the doors, you feel as though you have stepped through a waterfall. You blink and rid your eyes of the water, but you are not wet. In a moment, you realize you've walked into an anti-magic field. To your left and your right, you see guards. One of them is a half-orc, the other one is a dragonborn, an imposing half-dragon, half-man creature. The dragonborn steps forward and says, Business or customer? I uh, suppose business is why we'd be here today. 
You are with Greyhill? Yeah, we're looking for a uh, a, a Perkan. Elizabeth, Alethian Perkan, excuse me. Follow me, he says. He turns around, and as you two properly step in, your companions step Whoa. in with you. Yeah, I know, you weren't ready for this. <laughs> I wasn't. You are being followed by two other members of the Greyhill Free Company here to keep you alive in combat. Goodness. And other reasons, I assume. One of them is a, a wizard, a magician uh-huh. named Nathan, who, if you've ever had a conversation with him, you would describe him as eccentric but harmless. Oh, okay. He joined the Greyhill Free Company to impress his grandchildren. <laughs> and nice. then a very, a, a, another dragonborn, mm-hmm. a very tall, silent, hardy sort called Gaius Remus Thorbos. Oh my God. I'm just going to write down Gaius. I don't need to write down the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> sure. 50 chickens, Elizabeth, you follow this dragonborn and you are led into a into the back area. And in the back area, you see there are many offices. You can see a large kind of like pool, not, well, a large open space, not a pool. Yeah. But you can see there are many desks, many papers flying around. It looks like old fashioned Wall Street. Like you can Hell even yeah. see a ticker tape thing coming out and someone's reading it. And you can see people running about trying to buy, Fantasy sell. stocks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine what else is on the ticket. You mean six stocks and magic missile. <laughs> this is all dreadful for your mental health. <laughs> Bureaucracy, honestly. It's imposed upon us. Yes. Yeah, she's right. The, the red tape kills us all. Um... Elithian. Can we see anybody called Elithian? I start no, yelling the, for No, the Dragonborn is leading you. <laughs> All right. I thought they'd let us in. <laughs> You're already just wandering off. <laughs> yeah, I might be. In fact, I am. I, I'm, I'm wandering off looking for Elithian. Cool. All right. Hang on. Does the Dragonborn even notice? And like, I'm looking at the ticker tape. I'm, I'm, I'm nosing around. I'm curious. Um... I've wandered right. off Thank from the tour group. Thank Christ. The, se- you, you, the second, this would be like a painted line on the ground. Yeah. The second your foot is no longer touching that painted line, the Dragonborn's, the Dragonborn's head snaps around. You're afraid he's going to decapitate himself. Back with I, me. I didn't mean to cause any problem. I was just, excuse me. This is so typical of business. You can't step off the path. Yeah, not allowed to go anywhere, look at anything. Got to go where they tell you to go. Can't think outside the box. Yeah, not a. It's disgusting. <laughs> you are led to an office. The office has a little sign on the front, and you see that it says Alithion Perkan. Mm-hmm. The Dragonborn opens it and lets you, the four of you, in. Alithion is a half elf. She's sitting behind her desk. She's got like a magical typewriter of sorts. She's clicking away at it, and you see little puffs of smoke coming out every time she hits the space bar. When you step in, she stops typing, turns to you, and says, Oh, please, have a seat. Thank you. Thank, thanks for that. Thank you. The dragonborn closes the door behind you. Fifty chickens. Yes, Extend yes. A hand. She, she shakes all four of your hands. Well, no, Gaius doesn't shake her hand. Gaius just sits down, <laughs> stares straight ahead, says nothing, does nothing. Gaius is upsetting. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like his vibes. <laughs> Elizabeth Guilford, uh, formerly Mountain Goat, uh, you may have heard of my... Uh, Ex-husband, uh, but we won't go into that. It's a pleasure. Was your ex-husband famous? Because maybe if he is, maybe she has. He was. He was big in mining. Do <laughs> do do much in mining. Uh, made his fortune through gold, that sort of thing. Uh, yes, um, Mountain Goat, uh, John Mountain Goat. That's 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 him. Yes, yes, John. He has an account. He has a few accounts with us. That doesn't surprise me at all. Uh, don't worry, you can do better. <laughs> 
<laughs> I seem to yeah, I seem to remember something about needing to split some finances. Anyway, that's not important. Um, I I have great need of some adventurers, and I assume you are the, the sort. Grey Hill Free Company. That's oh, us. I meant the sort that can keep their mouths. Oh quiet. yes. Oh yes. The the nature of what is what I'm about to tell you is very sensitive, mm. and I need you to understand that should word of what has happened get out. Yeah. Do not worry. For 22 years, I kept my mouth shut about John's various infidelities, his snafus in the business place. I was the model wife and mother, and not a word was breathed through these lips. And what was I repaid by? Nothing. A divorce. That's right. Yeah. It's sickening. The Lithuan kind of like takes a moment mentally to be like, okay. <laughs> and then she says, so, um... We we have uh, a we have two vaults within the coin house here. We have one for regular deposits, transactions, withdrawals, whatnot for the general customer. For a more discerning sort, we have a series of lock boxes, strong boxes, places where one can comfortably understand that one can keep sensitive materials. You understand, uh, Lithgow is ruled by many many hands. And all of them have a skeleton to keep. And all of those skeletons are within these walls. So it is troubling that we have had a theft. Ah, I see. Uh, you don't mind me asking, what kinds of uh, sensitive things are they keeping in here? Well, that is between the customer and their deity. Of course, of course, of course. We do not... Uh, so, please, she gets up. Uh, we'll take you to the scene of the crime. So the way it works is uh, there's a, a vault door to the actual to the to the safe area, and myself and the head of security, uh, Danareth, who will meet there. He and I have each a key to the vault. Then once the keys have unlocked one of the locks, we have a head of staff, Arthur Gregory, who has the combination to the vault. So the three of us together must open and close the vault every time it is used. Arthur is the only one who knows this combination. Arthur is the only one who knows the combination. I Correct. see. Uh, so and where do you keep the key? Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. She reaches underneath her shirt and produces a key, and she says, I keep it with me at all times, at which point both of you need to make an insight check and give me one moment. <laughs> okay. Even when you're sleeping, I don't think so. That sounds uncomfortable. Okay. You absolutely, yeah, unfortunately, I shouldn't have even said you were making a check. <laughs> it seems believable. Yeah, okay. It's a very serious thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no worries. It looks lovely on you. <laughs> Thank you, she says. Uh, anyway, yes, the three of us open it every time it needs to be opened and shut it every time it needs to be shut. The person who needs to see their lockbox is typically, although we make some exceptions, is typically the only one allowed in. They have a separate key for their individual lockbox. They open their lockbox, do what they must, return it, and then leave. We do a visual inspection before they leave. So we have no reason... Well, we'll get to that in a minute. You get to the vault door. You can see it's slightly ajar. Security is all over the place. Mm. Out the front, a another dragonborn. He's like a tall, imposing... His his uh all his like scaly skin is bleached white, and when he turns to look at you, you can see he's got one bulbous blue eye, and then the Whoa. other eye is under an eye patch, and you can see there's like a scar. Mm -hmm. Who are they? Illyrion gestures to him and says, "This is Danareth, the the head of security. 
Daenerith, these are the adventurers I've contracted. Mm. He just kind of growls. Is it all right if I ask you a couple of questions, Daenerith? Yes. What do you need to know? Presumably you're not the only security guard here. He gestures to all the other security guards you see But you're the head of it, yeah? Yes. Can you tell me uh, how often you have somebody looking at this particular vault? Is it a 24-hour kind of deal? No. Oh, you mean how often someone inspects the vault? I mean how often you get somebody on the outside. Paying attention to who's coming and going. The vault is always sealed. When a customer needs to access their lockbox, we all, he gestures to Illyrion and then just a member of staff, who you now assume perhaps is Arthur Gregory, Mm -hmm. we all unlock the vault, they step inside, do what they need, and when they leave, we reseal the vault. I see. But when nobody's looking in the vault, there's nobody paying attention to it. Hmm. He he does another growl. Actually, I won't make you roll. You can see that he's kind of upset with this line of questioning. <laughs> but he he begrudgingly nods and says, "No, we do a visual I inspection see. every morning of and course. night." Of course, mm. of course. Mm. Dinareth, can I just say it's very brave of you to wear your scars so openly. We all have scars. <laughs> Yours are just physical. And I think that's great. Are you... Is this an attempt at flattery? Yes. <laughs> Danareth his, narrows his one good eye at you, but he doesn't say or do anything. He just kind of, like, lets... He just, he just listens. Uh, would we be able to look inside the vault? Supervised only, Of course, of course, of course. I wouldn't dream of going in there alone. Danareth steps in with you. You see... It- hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. It's several, it's like a square room. All of the walls are just covered in various sizes of lockbox. They're sealed into the wall. You can see every single one of them has a keyhole. Mm -hmm. Some of the keyholes are different sizes and shapes. You assume that people are allowed to customize their keys, perhaps. You might want to ask, though. But yeah, it's uh, no two lockboxes are identical. You can see that there are two holes in the wall. One of the lockboxes is on the floor. You don't know where the other lockbox is. I'd like to just go in there and start touching everything. I'm doing a, a kind of like a, a thorough inspection in a way that is not polite. You know what I mean? I'm grabbing stuff. I'm wiggling keys. I'm seeing if I can pull out boxes. So who whomst has been robbed? Danareth gestures to the floor, the lockbox on the floor, and says, oh, this lockbox, sorry, I should also say this lockbox is wide open. 
Okay. He gestures to that lockbox on the floor and says, that lockbox belongs to Marquis Udo Kier. Marquis is a title. Udo Kier is obviously their name. And both of you will need to roll if you've heard that name before. We'll get to the bottom of this mystery. Don't you worry. Yeah, both of you have actually heard of this person. You know that they are a person of means, considerable means. You know they're quite wealthy. You also are aware that they are a, what is commonly referred to as a lich. So a very powerful undead. Cool. Oh, the Marquis. Yes, Uh, yes. yes. I went to his brunch. (laughs) It was awful. No fresh fruit. Oh, yeah. Does he even eat? Does he need to eat? But but a, a... a host, nevertheless. You're right. Wow, that's very impressive, then, because they are, you would also know, a bit reclusive. They Ooh. do hold events and stuff like that, but it is very, like, it is not a very common thing. Like, maybe literally once in a 100-year sort of thing. So, maybe, yeah, maybe this is why, well, you were married to your particularly wealthy. <laughs> mm. it, John, John did business with a lot of people. It, it all seems silly now, but we were very into that sort of thing. Society, kind of climb. Yes. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. It was who you know, whose brunch you were going to, all that. So John put a lot of stock into it. And I, I had to look beautiful. Oh. Uh, you know, and, and it, was, it, was all, it was always about him. Yeah. That's the thing. It was always and, about and, him. And I'm so happy that now you're looking at the, it's about you, you know? I don't think of him at all anymore. Yeah, that's, <laughs> <laughs> I can tell, I can tell. But yes, the Marquis, I, I, I know of, yes, yes. The other one, he gestures to the empty one where there's yeah. no lockbox. That belongs to one of the five people who were here yesterday. Corbett the Shadow Soul. Which, once again, you'll need to roll to see okay. if you've heard that name before. Is that what's the back behind the lockbox, like against the wall? It's just a hollowed out yeah, metal. But, so you take the lockbox out. So it's metal at the back of it? Yeah, it's like a metal little slot. space. Yeah, yeah slot okay. yeah, that cool, it would cool, fit cool. into neatly. Uh, wow, both of you know this person as well. You know well, that they are a wealthy, another reclusive person, mm-hmm. a wealthy merchant within Lithgow. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Money. So- yeah, well, yeah. So that's the other lockbox that's been taken. Yes. This lockbox, he gestures the one that's open on the ground, mm. we found empty. The other one was entirely gone. And I, I imagine you can't tell us what's in Virginia, the lockbox. That's, I mean, we'd have to get from the people whose lockbox it was. Yeah. Yes. Of course. Uh, can I feel the back of the cell, the, like, room door? Like, what's it like where the, the other Where side? the lockbox was? No, the, the actual entrance to this. Like, if you were in... Getting yeah. out the actual like the door that you've got to open to get oh, into the, the room. Oh, the vault door. Yeah, the vault door. Vault door. Yeah. Can I right. ex- examine the back of the vault? While door? he's examining the vault door, what would you like to look at? I'd like to have a look at the 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 hole where the lockbox has been pulled from. Right? Okay. How how would one remove an entire lockbox? I assume it's not built for that. You see that there is a like a a rail that the lockbox sits on you would be able to deduce that a lockbox cannot be removed from its railing you can draw it out mm. open it and look within but you can't remove it mm. from the wall if there is no sign of any breakage or or wear or tear or anything like that if someone removed this they would have had to have done it with specialized tools mm. and maybe quite a lot of time Checking the back of the vault door, you can see that there is in the metal work of the the like locking mechanism, which is exposed on this side. You can see that there is warping in the metal. Uh, 
What happens if somebody gets locked in? I say. Has that ever happened? Danareth's, like, the corner of his smile, kind of, the corner of his mouth, sorry, curls into, like, a, like a, a wicked smile. And he says, I imagine it would be lonely. <laughs> sure, I say, of course. And I, I, don't, I, I don't know how this kind of thing works. It's not, this is not my area. But I was just wondering if, if that did happen, how, uh, would they be able to, would, how would you get them out again? Would you just, uh, would there be a In way In the for morning them to, uh... and at night, before we lock up, we check. I see, I see. So there'd be no way for them to alert you that they were trapped inside. I start banging he on the metal to like just see what it sounds like. With the door open, you can hear, obviously. Mm. But with some experimentation, you could tell that if the door were closed, you would very faintly be able to hear noise if can, you were hammering. Can we do an experiment, I say? Is, is it, would that be all right? Very well. I, uh, maybe if everybody goes outside the vault, I'll stay in here. And uh, Elizabeth, I'm going to make some noise. Mm. You tell me how much you can hear from the other side of the vault. Does, does that sound okay? Dana Ruth insists on like not leaving you alone. In of the course. Vault. Excuse, what am I thinking? Of course, you've just been robbed. You don't want me in here by myself. I apologize. Uh, me and Dana Ruth will stay in here. You go out there. I just want to see how the noise travels. You two have fun. <laughs> you step outside. Close the vault door. You mm-hmm. start hammering on it, do you? Yeah, I want to try and make as much noise as possible. I'm trying to think how I can do that safely. If you maybe yell, I just I pick up the huh? the removed um, locker box and I just slam it on the ground and slam it into the wall. You slam it on the mm-hmm. ground. You slam it into the wall. Uh, Elizabeth, on the other side, you yeah, you can faintly hear it. You describe sort of what like how big the room I'm in is the room outside the vault yeah. is it's kind of like um a long low corridor there's security milling about the place the long low corridor has all along it it's got like paintings of various previous managers and heads mm. of security and people who used to work here employee of the week yeah employee <laughs> of the week sort of stuff and there's also a very immaculate gorgeous looking red carpet with patterns woven into it stretching mm. down along this corridor as well okay can i run to the other end of the corridor and see if i can still hit here yeah sure i'll you- start yelling as well hey 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 you sprint to the other end oh. of the corridor. Oh! As you're running, obviously, it would just naturally get a little fainter. But when you get to the end... Oh, fuck. 50 Chickens is making a... 50 <laughs> Chickens, you make quite a racket. Mm. And you are still able to hear, like, very faintly now. It's only because you're listening for it. I turn to Nathan. He's a very noisy boy. <laughs> <laughs> yes! Says Nathan. Who we, I, believe, I believe neither of you have heard him talk. <laughs> oh! <laughs> yes! Ah, oh, Nathan. <laughs> That's right. I enjoy your spirit. <laughs> Quite noisy! Okay. Uh, let's, let's get back into that uh, vault, I'd say. Alright, you open the vault door again and you are reunited finally. You, you can hear me? Uh, we could hear you. Uh, I went right up the other end. Um, uh, Danareth? Yeah, Danareth. Uh, how many people would be around to hear this noise? Uh, only morning and night, or is it just no one's going to be around? At night, there are regular guard patrols and a guard posted outside here. But no guard heard, I'm assuming, anything coming from the vault, or they would have investigated. No guard heard anything. So, so looking like this might be a 
daylight robbery. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I suppose it might be. Wow. Uh, uh, I do enjoy myself. <laughs> it's nice to hear you laugh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, just some details, just because you would have noticed them, but also I might not have mentioned them. The lockbox that is still here. It has a, like a soft velvet interior, like mm. it's meant to, you can see it's very heavily cushioned, like it's meant to be holding something delicate. Mm. Other than that, though, you don't know what's, mm. what was inside this box. I wonder if we might get our friend Nathan. Uh, don't, don't, no need to speak. <laughs> Nathan, <laughs> if you could perhaps uh, test for some sort of magical... It's means, an excellent perhaps, idea. Uh, Nathan shrugs and says, I cannot cast any spells while within these walls. You always really? have the anti-magic field on, I ask Danareth and... Um, Danareth nods. Ah, that's interesting. Can I have we a look at how you... could lower the anti-magic field for a moment if you need to cast a spell. That might be useful, and it would be a right if I investigate or I have a look at where the anti-magic field's coming from. Yeah, how, how does one lower how, this how's field? How's that? Uh, yeah. yeah, all right. So what do you want to do first? Do you want to lower the... Because Danareth wants a lot of security inside. He wants you very monitored when he lowers just in here the uh, anti-magic zone so that Nathan can I cast think that's, a spell. I, I think that was a clever idea, Elizabeth. And just one second we need we must make sure that is in that the anti-magic field is indeed in place yes step back things might get a little bit chilly <laughs> i try to cast a spell i'll try to cast a fog cloud you perhaps a uh, part of fog cloud is this of uh, a somatic component you move your hands in a special way yes and normally what you're used to is when you move your hands you can like kind of touch the magic in the air not just the air itself but you yes. touch like the magic in the air you reach out to grab that magic, and it's not there. Mm. Okay, no magic. No magic. <laughs> Except for that which we hold inside <laughs> ourselves. <Yeah. laughs> that was Nathan. Oh, Nathan. <laughs> You're a good boy. Uh, right, let's go ahead with the experiment. Yeah, let's, uh, let's turn it off. All right, well, Dana Earth gives like a nod to some security guards who walk off, and then a moment later, you feel, once again, like you've walked through a waterfall. Mm. There's no water on you you just now feel the sensation of magic returning to this area nathan uh well nathan could cast several spells is there any specific spell you want he can detect magic that's detect the most magic. obvious yeah, one. I think that's probably yes. though, yeah nathan casts detect magic and he says hmm interesting he walks over to the empty where there is no longer a lockbox he says there's a faint aura of magic around here hmm Mmm, something's going on. <laughs> we know that much. Uh, <laughs> it's a conjuration spell. I could not tell you what. I just know that a spell was cast here recently. Conjuration spell. Could you? What is? What is that? Uh, conjuration is some. Uh, you feel that they they turn the anti magic back on. Oh, there was uh, Nathan does like a little sweep, and yeah. he can't. Oh, no, actually, we'll get to that in a minute, but he does detect magical presence within the lockbox that is still here. Oh, okay. Sorry, yeah, he would have seen that as well. While Nathan is talking to you, they turn the anti-magic back on. Uh, conjuration magic deals with the 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 summoning or, or transportation of things. So it could have been, and again, I don't know magic, That's uh, that was my ex-wife's deal, but that could have been, that could have been uh, a teleporting. Yes, it so, could have been a teleportation spell. So, because you were saying, Elizabeth, that, that there's no damage, there's no wear and tear, and uh, so maybe they teleported it out. The problem with a teleportation spell, though, is, uh, well, that they are inaccurate. Um, oh. I could not say 
if someone uh, uh, was sending this to a specific place or a general area, there are more powerful specific versions of a teleportation spell, but they're more difficult, uh, sure. require more magics, more preparation. It takes time. The, they would have needed to be in an anti-magic. They would have needed to have ended the anti-magic mm. for maybe an hour. What? I turned to Dana Earth. How do you make the anti-magic field go? Uh, like I said, my ex-wife, powerful wizard. Uh, mm. We don't talk so much as we used to. But when we did, uh, she uh, she told me about uh, you know all of the different kind of spells, how you do it. I was just wondering, how do you keep that anti-magic field going? Daenerith takes you outside the vault, and outside the vault, you can see, in addition to, there are, like, beautiful chandeliers. Mm. Chandeliers? Yeah. Chandeliers that run the entire corridor, and you've seen them basically everywhere in this place. Yeah. Daenerith gestures to them and says, they are our anti-magic zones, hubs. Each one of them projects an anti-magic field. How do you turn them off and on? There is a a magical charge that runs to them that activates them. Sure, but uh, you you just turned it off for us then. So how do you deactivate that charge? He gestures to one of the security members, and the security member runs off. There is a security room where they are turned off at. The chandelier turns off, and when that happens, it's the waterfall hits you again, and then they almost immediately turn it back on. And It's like you can see... That when they are off, it is very noticeable. So it's a person's job. They're, you need a person to do it. Yes. The security room is always staffed by multiple people, though. Mm. Mm. Quite a pickle. Yeah, that's a, a pickle and a half. Sorry, I think he said a magical charge. He should have just said a charge. Obviously, it wouldn't be a magical charge. <laughs> you can't, yeah, yeah. Come magic, anti-magic. That's all for today. Don't forget to check in next time where we'll continue this story of the Grey Hill Free Company.